Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Multidimensional Journey podcast and the Multidimensional Journey YouTube channel. I'm your host, Ayahuasca Carr. Thank you so much for returning back to the channel. And if you're new here, this channel is all about uh, wellness, spirituality. We talk a lot about mental health and with the main focus on plant medicine and psychedelic preparation and integration. So today we're gonna be talking about how to work with our parts and mindfulness and like how to integrate all of this so you can really go deep with yourself in terms of your preparation or even your integration. I'll be showing you and kind of introducing you to a technique that really makes things easier, you know, in terms of identifying the higher self or the healthy inner parent, really getting that part in front while using mindfulness so we can actually interact with our thoughts, emotions, and our feelings from a parts perspective. For example, you know, this part of me that feels angry, you know, separating ourselves from the part so we can actually understand it and create a relationship with it. I really found that um, when we relate and befriend parts of ourselves, you know, it really allows us to create empowerment inside. And so we don't feel lost or engulfed or um, like drowning in our parts of ourselves. And I've noticed with working with my own integration and with other people, there's, there's often, this can happen a lot that we get kind of like, we have these really, uh, expanded states of consciousness and then we come back home and you know or we get back into our regular routines and it's um the awakenings um that have occurred can just feel kind of mucky but like i said like this is this is what they call integration and having the tools and how to work with it and walk through it is really really helpful so before we get into that if you are interested uh please click the link below for adopt a vine it's adopting an ayahuasca vine Right now, ayahuasca is definitely being consumed at a rapid rate because she is spreading her seed everywhere. And um, so we need to replenish and we need to give back. So there's a company called The Soul Vine, and they sponsored this kind of um, this approach and, and this um, opportunity for us to, to give back. So check out the link below. Um, and without further ado, let's get into it. So, so basically, um, what we're going to start off with is identifying and anchoring our higher self or our healthy inner parent. And really, you want to imagine uh, basically a, a good image is seeing yourself at the head of the table and then seeing all these chairs around you for potential seats for other aspects of yourself. Maybe the part of you that judges, which could be a protector part, a part of you that maybe feels jealous, a part of you um, that just wants to play, a part of you that maybe wants to push things away. So the key here is really detangling and understanding like this is not who we are in our higher consciousness but we still need to integrate these aspects of, of ourselves so instead of acting like they don't exist or pushing them away we actually want to get curious and we want to create a relationship with these parts and it, it all kind of goes back to just to like really kind of lay some more foundation is like in in our families you know we all got parented a particular way and so if, if certain aspects of ourselves were shut down, shamed, or pushed away, the default is often to do this to ourselves. And that's what they call reparenting, right? So instead of continuing that cycle, we now want to engage and connect with our own healthy inner parent and its values and its um, new ways of operating to provide that to other aspects of ourselves. And I have found that this... Um, is really, really helpful with, you know, like they talk a lot about in at least Western psychedelic and plant medicine integration. This this is pulling from a lot of Jungian psychology, transpersonal psychology, a lot of um, 
a lot of psychology but just keep in mind that it goes beyond uh intellectualizing or like cognitive work it might start there this may feel unfamiliar to you it may not you may be doing this all the time which is great um but it's it's really a way to once again keeping that image in mind of that higher self at the front of the table and really what this is creating is an environment of mindfulness of mindfulness of observing right because we're observing the parts of curiosity we're getting curious about the parts we're talking to them it also brings in the relationship with ourselves and all of this inner work ends up transferring beyond ourselves it benefits not just us but everyone who comes into contact with us because you know as we start to see ourselves more empathetically more compassionately we start to do something you know called compassionate inquiry with these parts we really feel empowered because instead of you know our anger at the front of the table and rejecting parts of ourselves or pushing other people away we have that higher self or that healthy inner parent in front and the thing to keep in mind is like it's not always like this right it's not always like this fixed you know my higher self is in front my healthy inner parent it's very like if we get triggered or overwhelmed um which can happen in so many different ways right um we end up something that Richard Schwartz talks about of internal family systems. He talks about we get fused or blended. Um, and that means like I am not differentiating between the shadow aspects, you know, the parts of me that maybe feel like they don't belong or, um, you know, it just feels small. Right. And then that part's in the front of the table. And so what we want to do over time slowly is we want to begin to recognize when that happens and be able to consciously switch it out like, OK, there's clearly a part that's coming up. It wants to be seen. It wants to be known. How do I get the healthy inner parent in front so I can employ the curiosity, the compassion, the mindfulness, so I can actually begin to relate to that part and provide the reparenting or provide whatever that part needs or desires. So there's another thing that happens in this process over time, which is called renegotiation. So I'll just give you an example. So recently, um, I've been working with someone myself and we, you know, I've been doing this work for a long time and it's, it's protector parts and parts of us and the shadow work. It doesn't like necessarily ever end. And in my opinion, it's a lifelong process. But what I have found is that times that I have felt stuck in my nervous system or I get blended, it happens less frequently for less time and I recover faster. Right. So then, and then we just get to start looking at these these moments, right, as opportunities to expand and grow. And um, it takes time, though. So, you know, that's what I always like tell myself. So the and other people I work with, the more grace and, and patience and compassion you can give yourself, the better. So back to the example. So so there's this protector part inside that we were kind of exploring that is very rigid, hyper vigilant. It's watching for other people's perceived, perceived, totally perceived on my part, judgments, um, hyper fixated on their maybe like how close they are to me perceptually. Um, and this can be in any context, you know, it really doesn't matter. But in this visualization, my protector part is like a British guard, which I thought this was really funny. Um, you know, the British guards with like the really long hats and it's like super stoic, like flat affect, really tense, like super tense. And, um, and so when I was in this process, I, in the higher self at the front seat of the table was getting curious about this part. And I was like, I started to my inner child and I started to make faces at it and like make fun of it. And it was kind of the intention was to not bully it, but to kind of break it down and to be like, Hey, like, what's the deal? Why are you so serious? And so the protector part 
and this is this is the renegotiation textbook right here so the the guard broke out in laughter and starts loosening up and and then my higher self to it and my inner child was like what's the deal like why are you so serious and the protector part like had no problem coming out and saying like well i don't know any different you haven't given me any other instruction like kind of like where have you been because like i'm just doing what i've always been told to do and so now now here's the deeper renegotiation so i was like okay i see you i acknowledge that that is true i can understand why you've been protecting thank you thank you for protecting because we want to thank these parts and i got it from here i'll let you know when i need you so you see the the shift in the internal family system that instead of the guard being at the front of the table and taking over my entire organism and even my personality and projecting that outwards right now the higher self is in front curious compassion confident creative all the eight c's that the eight c's of self-leadership that richard schwartz talks about so it's really in this making sure that the healthy inner parent is in front so now i can engage in any thought pattern that i feel like is running my life or any emotional pattern any somatic pattern right we can start personifying them and to really understand them here's another example i uh, just did a breathwork session last night and I, i'm you know i'm going through another phase of really doing some deep shadow work you know it's been in seasons and cycles throughout my transformation journey and i've revisited you know i've revisited these parts to me, it's, it's, it's like an onion, you know, it's each layer, whenever it's ready to be revealed and looked at, it, it will come, you know, so you don't got to do it all at once. So, so in the breathwork session, I was getting really curious about the judger, constantly judging, judging other people. Uh, it's, and it's very external, you know? So I was like, as I separated myself from it, unblending, I was like, why, why, why do you feel like you need to judge? I really want to understand this. And I was breathing and I was breathing. And it was very apparent to me that underneath that protector and that judger is a scared little girl, that people are going to leave her and that no one's going to protect her. And this goes all the way back to my family, which I've done so much work around. But I was like, oh, the judger is employed as a result of the child who didn't feel protected, who didn't feel loved. And so... We, this is what we do. We create protector parts subconsciously to help us survive. So once again, acknowledging the judger, thanking them and being like, hey, and also interacting with the inner child. Cause like, here's, here's what happened for me is, you know, me as a higher self going to the inner child saying, you know, no one can really abandon us because I will never abandon you. I will never abandon you. And I've done, you know, this isn't in the absence, we haven't even really gotten into it, but obviously this process would also call for uh, grief work with the family and moving through the stages of denial and anger and questioning, like, why did this happen to me? What's going on here? This is confusing. Depression and eventually acceptance. So I have done a lot of catharsis work around my own anger and my sadness. And um, so just so you know, like it's, uh, this didn't like pop up <laughs> out of nowhere. So so, but the clarity, right, comes with, with each season, right? So there's no way I would have been able to have that consciousness unless I had the tools, right? Um, and just a deeper backdrop, right? So I've been integrating uh, ayahuasca experience I had in April of this year 
where I felt in full alignment. I felt so content and in peace for about two months, steady, totally in my higher self, observable. And now I'm in a season of where there's things that are coming forward, you know? And this is what I've noticed with the people I work with is that there's like these really steady, like alignment periods. And then, you know, there's, then there's periods of where we do need to have the skills to be aware, or we do have the potential to be reactive and to allow these parts to take over because their, their only job and their only intent is to serve us. But we do have to get that higher self or that parent in front to communicate with them and help them rationalize the situation. Because we have to remember that protector parts and younger parts, the way that they operate are at a younger consciousness, at a child level, at an adolescent level. They're not the wise adult, right? The eight C's, curious, compassionate, creative, confident. There's there's more there, I'm not remembering them all, but, um, and if you're interested, you can feel free to Google it. Um, so, so that's why this is so important. So, so the next time something's coming up in your integration where you feel out of alignment, right? That can mean so many things. You could feel like I feel lost. I feel confused. I feel stuck in my nervous system, you know, practicing some mindfulness and taking a few deep breaths in and out, right? Because, because all of this, everything I've named today, it's very difficult to do it while we're in an activated or a triggered state. We really got to kind of regulate and ground ourselves first. You know, I call this order of operations. We have to breathe nice and deep, settle in a little bit, just enough. It doesn't have to be perfect. And then get that visual of having that healthy inner parent in front, higher self in front, and then coming to the other parts, right? And, and sometimes like, right, if we're in a rumination, like we're overthinking a situation or what someone said to us or a past uh, experience, that's a sign we're blended. That's a sign we're activated and we got to get that higher self in front so we can interact and unpack and reharmonize. That's what also uh, Richard Schwartz talks about. And he's the one who created this. And even till this day, he still practices this. So, um, and, and, it, and it, it becomes a tool for life. These are, this is some, the thing I always like kind of talk about with my students is like, these tools are so helpful because it is super dialed in to our natural biology. Meaning, you know, we we were all children, right? We all have parents and we all become, you know, older, older adults, right? And that's what a lot of these practices kind of zoom in on is like the parenting we received, un, you know, relieving the parts of the parenting we've received and leaving, like renegotiating them, choosing our own parenting and reparenting the parts of ourselves, right? So for example, you know, that little girl that said earlier that I need protection, I feel like people are going to leave me. She felt that way growing up. So acknowledging the pain, that is important. That is true. We need to grieve that, right? And also making that connection with her now, helping her realize like, now I'm here for you. And sometimes, you know, it takes time for the parts to trust us. Like if we haven't been showing up for the team, I mean, when I first started this work, like a long time ago, like over 10 years ago, there was a dead silence. There was nothing happening, right? And uh, it was very intellectual for me and the parts would be like, you know, F you, they were angry, they were mad, right? And so that's okay because that's also a part of the process. So one of the takeaways is, you know, the visualization of that higher self in front, interacting with the other parts. We want to acknowledge them, we want to validate them, we want to thank them. And now we want to renegotiate, you know, hey, they, you are such a good protector. Like, I'm not getting rid of you. 
and let's rewrite the job description for what is needed now. You know, maybe that's what you needed 20 years, you know, of your life, but we don't need that anymore. It could be shorter, 10 years, 15 years, whatever. <laughs> shorter than that too, by the way. Um, so, so yeah, this is a, a slow and delicate process and it really helps with psychedelic implant medicine integration because these experiences, also breath work, non-ordinary states of consciousness work, and even, you know, even in the absence of those things too. Um, you know, in any healing or transformation work, we are consciously going inside and wanting to open up boxes of ourselves. So frameworks are important ways to operate in, in the vast sea of our psyche, our bodies, our emotions, our thoughts, our soma, all of it. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, trusting your own inner guiding intelligence, you know, like everyone gets to choose, like they can read about something and then they can take it in, embody it and integrate it in a way that works for them. So that's also the invitation is that, you know, even with everything we've gone over today, you finding your own way, what feels good for you, um, you know, maybe it's not a visualization of a boardroom you want to meet in uh, a lavender garden, you know, and you want to meet your parts there. Um, but something that's going to allow you to individuate and separate. Um, so I would love to hear from you. Leave your comments below. Um, and if you like this video, if it was a value, please like it. Please subscribe. I release videos every Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, once again, this has been the Multidimensional Journey. This is your host, Ayahuasca Carr. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.